This is the Cinematography for Actors podcast. More than a podcast, CFA is a vibrant community devoted to bridging the gap between talent and crew. Each week, our show offers transparent, insightful conversations with industry leaders. We unveil the magic behind the scenes from candid discussions about unique filmmaking processes to in-depth technical exploration. Join us in unraveling the intricacies of filmmaking one episode at a time. It's more than... All right. As a DP, I know purchasing gear can kind of be a nightmare. Whether you're talent or crew, finding technical solutions to any of your problems can be very challenging. And what's even harder is knowing where to go. So we have an answer for you. Head over to BandPro, one of our incredible sponsors here at CFA. Whether you're looking for high-end cameras and lenses or looking for guidance on what is needed to get started on this equipment journey of yours, BandPro has the gear and team that you need to thrive in your own career. They are the exclusive representative of Ingenue's complete cinema line for all of North and South America, and their customer support is fantastic. Not only do they have a great team to answer any product question you might have, but they also have a talented team of in-house technicians that you can actually talk to to get your equipment back up and running. Which is really important, especially if you're on set. So. Yeah bonus go to bandpro.com or stop in at their location in burbank and please make sure to say hi from cfa because we love them hi so very much yeah hello hello hi everyone welcome back to another special bonus episode of the cfa podcast here live from the vip lounge yep Yep. at the tcl chinese theater we are here again um day two of us covering the fest and we are very excited to introduce um this next interview with rob fisher the co-director and dp of friday night blind Haley, what's it about it is about three visually impaired friends who are on a bowling league and the way they roll and it is a documentary that has won best in fest best in show at over 10 festivals and it has screened at over 30 and it continues to it's here at afi fest it goes to new orleans next week and the list goes on and on now we lost the first minute of that audio and so we wanted to properly introduce it because we had so much fun sitting down with rob fisher to discuss the making of it going from commercials to documentary for this project specifically and the trust necessary with your subjects so we hope you enjoy this interview whose dad was kind of in uh, prison, but his main guardian was his aunt, Judy, who's on the poster. And Judy is blind. And um, she, she was in a bowling league, which surprised Scott, and he always thought it would make an interesting film. And he talked to a lot of people over the years, but we finally started filming in 2020. And we thought we were doing kind of a, a more of a, a, just a film about the league, then that thing, that darn pandemic came along and shut us down after three weeks. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we found an amazing editor, Maya Kirchhoff, who helped us craft this lovely story of three women who enjoy life. And it just comes across in, 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 in the just unabetted love they have and fun they have on every Friday night at the league. And I think the film kind of captures that and kind of gives all sighted people uh, a, a new perspective you know absolutely i know within my own personal family i can resonate with this because my father suddenly went blind two uh, years ago over like three weeks and so finding his community wow. and finding his people and and finding that belonging again was like a really tough challenging process and so it's yeah. so wonderful to have a film made about um about a bowling league of um of like 
resident blind people within yeah. your community who are just having like the time of their lives and sharing it with their friends and family. So that's so wonderful. And I know a lot of people can connect to that, especially those that don't have experience with, with that. So that's, that's incredible. Now let's talk about your, um, becoming a part of it. How did you join the project? Well, I, so I had Scott Cron, the, uh, yeah. my coder, he was, so I make a living, um, uh, directing and shooting TV commercials. And Scott was a, a creative director at an ad agency in Milwaukee, and he had recently retired, which is, again, he had been he had been kind of mulling this around as a possible project for years, but once he was retired, he was like, well, maybe we should just do this finally. And so, in the like I said, in the beginning of 2020, um, and so I had worked with him a lot on, on commercial projects, but he said, hey, you want to just do this? And he had actually written up a little treatment Fantastic. and made it into a nice, you know, uh, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. So we just started filming. And like I said, but three, three, we were, Judy was having a birthday party and we, that was the day everything shut down and we all were standing there filming the birthday party saying, should we be wearing masks? What should we be doing? And none of that footage made it in the film, but yeah. so maybe there's a sequel coming up. I don't know. Cause we have a lot of other footage. Yeah. yeah there's an absolute sequel happening because I, from before like this interview talking with you and your wife you've had a lot of success with this you've had you've been to 30 film festivals yeah i think it's really 30 now there's been like best in shows you know audience choice awards jury awards um we've been all over the world you know scott scottish film festival and uh we were in toronto oh fantastic um, so yeah it's been uh, but we were very excited to, to get here to afi you know? it sounds like there's no stopping it which i love because it feels like there's a real appetite um to to do something more with these characters or just expand on the concept and the ideas around it which is just so wonderful i would like to know what sort of advantages you found that you had working with people who did not have sight because i mean bowling you think of I would think of as something that is not accessible to people without sight Um, much like I mean Judy is also parenting which is something that would seem difficult without sight Um, guardianship so did you find that there were things that just happened differently that don't happen with people with sight while you were creating yeah definitely the one the thing that struck me most is um so like normally, I, most of the things I do are more crafted, in, you know, in, in the commercial mm-hmm. world. But um, in this one, what I found, so I, I, I felt like I had bitten off more, more than I could chew anyway, because mm. I did sound, I did all the lighting and everything. Oh, and so yeah. I had never done sound before, and I went out and bought a little mixer for my RED camera. And, wow. And I was putting wireless mics on the ladies, and I thought, I hope we can hear them, you know, because I, and... Um, we, but, we've all been there, by the yeah, way. Figuring so, out sound last minute. Sitting here triggered. We appreciate all the sound people in the world. Every single person in this room, well, I can I, learning yeah, it on the fly. Well, and too. I'm a cinem- oh I'm a cinematography and lighting snob, so I yeah. tended to always like sound in the background. I but get okay, it. Yep. now I know. After yep. after being in the business since 1988, yeah, a new appreciation. Yeah. But the thing that struck me most was that. Um, as I was filming, I, so I've been I've been very fortunate in my career. I, I I'm I'm kind of fearless when I have a camera mm-hmm. behind on front of my face, you know. Like I've I once got snarled at by um, by Keith Richards because I was doing I was doing a spot with the Rolling Stones and I was standing on the stairs that he was supposed to go up and because I just if I see a cool shot I go and I absolutely they right. said don't go on the Get stairs in but in the heat of the moment I might. <laughs> yes. yeah. um, so I, I, I get in trouble artist. a lot. So what I so anyway I'm fi- I'm filming 
this blind league okay. and I'm realizing that how close I can get with right. the camera. And I think that's one of the reasons the film is so impactful because the one thing I wanted more than anything was for the cinematography to feel immersive. Like you're on the team with them. Mm -hmm. You're sitting there. This is so interesting. And yeah. so yeah. at first I felt is am I being invasive? Am I being, you know, but because they were they the women were a little nervous at first especially when I put the microphones on. They didn't want to become be embarrassed or they didn't want to mm -hmm. yeah. and they were worried what they be, were. Yeah. And you know because they, they that's hard to wrap your head around that they can't really imagine what's happening like where right. am I and where am I shooting am I shooting you am yeah. I and right. so you never know where I covered it from you know again it was single camera and I what I love about and that's where Maya our editor just blew me away the way she was because I would go and shoot on a, a 200 millimeter lens and shoot everything wow. wide and then I'd come in with a 35 and just get in their face and I mean I, I got yelled at by that so every 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 team has one sided but there's four people one sided bowler one partially sighted and then two mm. completely blind cool. so I was getting in trouble with the sighted bowlers because I was doing things like running down the gutters and sh like standing right in front of them as they're bowling so I could right. get these angles right <laughs> um, anyway so that was the main thing is that just how the proximity that I could have which again I feel from a cine cinematography point of view just gave an intimacy that that wouldn't, right. you wouldn't have otherwise because you know if you're doing a documentary and you're, you're oh, filming here right. they're going to be looking at and but they're not looking at you because they don't know you're there an it's incredible weird. point because i've never even thought about this yeah. and with every interview we've done thus far on this podcast this has never come up and this is so interesting because trust is a huge part of the relationship that you oh have with my your gosh, characters i was just going to start talking about yeah. and <laughs> especially in documentary because they're not used to having a camera with them um, but be, being able to establish communication and trust and then kind of get up in their face mm -hmm. and understanding that the trust is there, the level of intimidation is probably not as present. No, it, it was great. Even, even the interviews we did, you know, I kind of pushed that limit as well, just, yeah. which I think it gives them a little different feel than you see on most. That's Other incredible. You know. I I absolutely love this methodology and like I think this will have to be definitely like a sound bit we use on everything yeah. because it's so interesting. I see Brie behind shaking her head. <laughs> We're like, all yes, absolutely this nodding would be a along. Great like lesson oh my God, for yeah. actors. We talk to at cinematography for actors to be able to take away like have the trust of a person without sight who doesn't even know the camera is there to know that like a move you make your camera operator, your cinematographer will take care of you like yes. you can do what you're doing they will do what they're doing like within the rules that you've set together and once again how important communication is yeah well and it's it's something that i think i maybe well again it, it was a surprise to me it, it wasn't something i thought about it in some ways i thought i was maybe i was concerned that i was taking advantage of them in some mm -hmm. ways at the time but i i realized you know quickly that there was a there, there was a mutual trust and yeah. thing but i think i took it also took something from my commercial career in that right. I do a lot of and it's something I I am a cinematographer at heart not a director but mm -hmm. a lot of the spots I've been doing like next week I'm going to Indianapolis to do a commercial a healthcare commercial that's mostly interview based but I have kind of gotten a repu reputation for doing uh, interviews with like cancer patients and things like mm -hmm. that yeah. but the most important thing to me and I think the reason that I've been successful getting uh, very natural and emotional responses on camera is because I spent a lot of time before the interview getting to know the people yes. and listening and yes. being present and getting them comfortable so this the, the the documentary just added another sensory element by taking away their sight but I think 
as you talked about, if you're getting a lesson towards documentary film, is yeah. be getting your subjects comfortable with you before. Absolutely. Right? So, wow. I love this. This is exactly what we talk about here is the merging of the technical, practical, and creative on all fronts in order to tell better stories. So, Rob, thank you so much for coming in and talking with us about Friday Night Blind. You can see it today in like 20 minutes or less. Come uh, on down. Now get here. <laughs> at um, uh, 11 a.m. Saturday, October 28th. But if you don't get to catch it, uh, you have New Orleans next week that you're We're going to New Orleans in? next week. And actually, we're very excited... Um, and I'm still not sure where this, but the New Yorker actually bought it and it will be streaming on their streaming site, which I don't know what that is. Oh, great. For two years, beginning in January. Fantastic. So, kind of so January 2024, you can catch Friday Night Blind on the New Yorker's streaming Whatever service. Whatever they're creating for us. It's going to yes. be great. I can't wait. Well, thank you cool. so much for joining us. Thank it was you. such a pleasure. And we can't wait to watch Friday Night Blind. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Guys. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Join us in bridging the gap between talent and crew. Start by subscribing on your preferred podcast platform. Sign up for our newsletter to stay up to date on vendor discounts, community events, new podcast releases, and you can educate yourself through our free course releases on YouTube. It all starts at cinematographyforactors.com. And if you like this episode, consider leaving a review to make it easier for fine folks just like yourself to find us. We have some super exciting news. CFA has teamed up with We Make Movies to offer you a discount on production management services, including access to comprehensive production insurance, workers' comp for your next shoot. All you have to do is visit wemakemovies.com slash insurance and use code CFA23 on your intake form for 10% off your quote. Also, we've just partnered with We Audition, which I'm sure you know I'm very excited about, to offer you 25% off your membership. Use code CFA25 to get that membership for only $7.50 a month or $75 a year.